Morning Crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Gonzo. Abs is traveling today, so I got to step in and do some hosting duties, so it's going to be cool. I'm joined by a couple members of our 3T family. I got Mr. Johnny Crypto, the Italian Stallion, and Andrew Cashflow, the AKA the Cashflow King. I think that tones might stop by a little later, uh, uh, Johnny, or no? Is it just us? Yeah, I, mean, I think we may, get, we may get a surprise visit. We may get Okay, Let we might get a surprise visit. So cool, cool. All right. So today on Good Morning Crypto, we will discuss Elon Musk and his plans for Twitter 2.0, Doge to the moon. Bitcoin hash rate is at an all-time high. With prices this low, has the minor capitulation started marking the bottom? The Ethereum developers have submitted a proposal for EIP 4844 and the next stages of Ethereum. In the wake of FTX, can exchanges earn our trust again? Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. For those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. Now, let's start off with you, Johnny. How are you doing this morning? How was your weekend? I know it was kind of like a long weekend because last week we had Thanksgiving. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, it was fantastic. I had a little East Coast reunion up here. We got to, I got to hang out with Mario and Abs for a little bit. It was really, really cool. Spend the weekend with those guys. I wish you guys were all on the East Coast. It'd be much, much better. But someday we'll all get together. Yeah. No, it was great. The holidays were great. Uh, of course, they're never long enough. But I had a great time. Hopefully, all the Warrior Maniacs out there. Let me start this like I always do. Good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. I hope you all had a safe, happy uh, Thanksgiving holiday. I know it was it was fun for us here. And uh, and Mario brought me a new shirt, too. So I'm excited. But, yeah, it was great. And, uh Looking forward to uh, hearing the story from the rest of you guys. <laughs> of course, Johnny always forgets to mute his phone, right? It wouldn't be a show without Johnny muting his phone. Do that right now. Uh, Andrew, how are you doing, brother? How was, uh, your, uh, how was your weekend and how are things going? Hey, good morning, everybody, and uh, good afternoon for all the people in, uh, in Europe. Yeah, you know, uh, everything is going excellent, always with, with, with good people. Stuff goes good. So um, yeah, um, I'm I'm actually studying a lot. I made uh, I made a new video, and uh, uh, Johnny always uh, yeah takes care for the background music. So <laughs> the day can't be better than today. I thought I was on mute. I'm sorry, Andrew. <laughs> dude, I, you I, you know what though? I needed that. I gotta be honest with you guys, dude. My nerves were kind of like up here because I've been having technical difficulties, and there's things behind the scenes as far as controls. And I don't have control, so I'm depending on Johnny. I can only see part of the screen. So yeah. it, it's a good, like, kind of uh, comic relief, and it kind of settles my nerves. So I appreciate that, Johnny. Attaboy. Sorry, Andrew. Continue with your intro, bro. Continue with your intro. Yeah, you know, um, what, what, what I always like a lot is, is studying and, 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 and extending my knowledge. I just had uh, last week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I was in a, an advanced stocks uh, workshop where I also was a volunteer. You know, and you always take the golden nuggets, and I'm I'm always eager to to teach that knowledge also in in the academy. So that's that's yeah, you know, that, that's why I'm here, and uh, I've, I've I've lots of new ideas. So uh, I'm also also looking very much forward to this uh, to this show, uh, to this chaotic show, and you know, we'll make the best out of it. Definitely, definitely, you know. Speaking of uh, trading courses, you know, shout out to Crypto Lifer. Um, I took his basic course this weekend. And while I, I had a lot of the knowledge, understanding, uh, like I knew how to, <clears throat> I learned, I self-taught with the indicators and I know how they work, but I didn't really understand why they work or where they get their information from. So uh, that was very eye-opening, going through his course and really understanding kind of like with Market Cipher B, when you get the red dots and you get the, the, uh, the, um, you get the yellow Xs, I'm sorry, the green dots and the red diamonds, why that happens. 
of really understanding. And basically you become your own indicator. You don't need market cipher. When you start breaking down bearish and bullish divergence, that's exactly what it's showing. So it was really cool. So uh, that, that, that's stuff that hopefully I can, I can bring to you guys as my knowledge base grows. You know, what's um, important is there are so there are millions of indicators for stock market. And the idea is take some indicators that you say, I feel comfortable with, this is my strategy, and I do trading and investing on my terms. And I don't listen to anybody else anymore. If you find figure out the system that works, keep doing it and keep improving it. And do not listen to, to all other kinds of people. They, they, they all scream they are. They, they, they know the truth. But in the end, you know, you will lose money with, with looking everywhere. Important is to focus on what you're doing and improve on what you're doing. Yeah, 100%. And a lot of those indicators, depending on, you know, whatever you're looking at, they all apply, whether it's stocks, gold, silver, crypto, right? I mean, crypto is always more volatile. But once you develop your own technical analysis style, you know, you could apply it to kind of any market. And that's really cool. So yeah, make sure you guys smash that like button. I can't see how many uh, viewers we have today because of the, the settings thing. But definitely remember to smash that like button. So let's start this thing like we always do by looking at our a our uh, Twitter page, make sure to follow. We've got 2,200 uh, followers. We appreciate you. Make sure to follow like everybody else too. When you see different guests on the show or you see the team, uh, I think we all have our own Twitter. It's always behind us right here. Uh, so make sure to follow us and then you can get up-to-date information because we all have kind of our different niches. But also like if you want to DM us or you have direct questions, um, it's pretty much the only way to get a hold of us unless you're inside of the academy uh, and then you can always message us inside the academy and, and you know we'll get back to you. Um, we'll start off by looking at the fear and greed uh, fear and greed index. It's at a 28. not not much different kind of same thing. Um, uh, is there anything that you're kind of looking at, Johnny? It seems like what's funny is like during the summer, right when we first had the first capitulation event or the first crash, when we remember we were down like at 10, nine eight right those prices it's funny because a lot of cryptos have done good but some altcoins have actually broke those lows so it's funny how the fear and greed index is actually a little higher than it was back then because doesn't it seem like there's more fear and i don't know if there's more fear because the media is just pushing that narrative and people aren't actually scared and and when we over the summer it was actually people were in fear as opposed to the media pushing that narrative I don't know. How do you feel about that, Johnny? Yeah, you know, it's something interesting there because you want to you want to be looking at as these things are dropping down right now. We're looking to see some coins um, are not touching those June lows. And those are the ones I'm looking at. I'm looking for ones that are staying above those June lows while we're in a really, really highly fear and negative period right now. And there's not very many, but there's a few like Matic uh, was one of them. That was a DYDX yeah. was another one. So actually Link. the links and other ones. So actually those are the ones I've been buying because if they can stay above their June lows now, and I'm not the technical expert on the team, but I, I read a lot of technical uh, analysis stuff. And they've been saying that the ones that can hold above that June low now are going to be primed for a monster bull later. So yeah, that's something to look at. So guys, if you're out there and you're wondering what you should go look at, do some research, you know, you got to put the time and effort in. It's not easy, but you go out and look at the coins you want go look at what the low is today. And go look if they passed their June low. If they went below their June low, you may want to wait to see if it breaks above it before you get in because it could keep going lower. You know, again, not financial advice. We're not financial advisors, but just something that I've been been hearing at what I've been told. And guys, I got an emergency call I got to take. So I'm going to pop off for a second, but I'll be right back, guys. Yeah, no worries. We'll keep it going. Uh, Andrew, uh, when you look at the fear and greed index, is there anything that jumps out at you or do you think it's more of kind of the same? Yeah, I, I'm not so worried about the fear and greed index uh, normally, you know, and it, I, I agree it was lower and it is, it, it, it's creeping a little bit up, actually, if you see it over the last couple of weeks, yeah. maybe months. So something is going into the right direction. But what you also see is, is, is the enormous fear that will is spread out over the market in the form of uh, social sentiment, because you know, there are really some players in the market that do such bad things. And we all know what we're talking about. And you know what they all have in common? Centralized. 
they all are they have a centralized it's a centralized platform for crypto they are not regulated like for example stock exchanges and stockbrokers are also centralized platforms but yeah, you know they are regulated so they can't do yeah not so many many uh, things wrong but the what we currently see in the crypto market is all the shit happens on the centralized exchanges and that gives crypto a very bad uh, yeah uh, 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 name and, and and a lot of people even you know not lots of people in my neighborhood know that i'm doing crypto and then they say oh yeah crypto it goes totally wrong with crypto at the moment i said now you know actually in 2000, 2007 the banks did the same but uh, yeah they were built out by the governments and currently yeah we are in 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 the crypto landscape and uh, there are also centralized entities that are doing the the same uh, yeah weird stuff so that for me it means that yeah indeed there is fear but also imagine or take into account a lot of projects also what what johnny just said they are still good projects they are building on and on and on and that means that if they are building they are also learning from what is happening at the moment i mean there's so much learning at this moment in the market that i i yeah i get even a, a more advocate of uh, of all the decentralized protocols i mean decentralized protocols yeah. that i'm looking at is for example ave and compound i mean they do they they are lending and borrowing platforms but on a totally yeah. decentralized way do you ever hear anything about Aave and Compound that things go wrong? Uh, no, you, you don't, you, yeah, you don't hear about like any hacks. Uh, they did have that little issue with where they got exploited, but that's price manipulation, right? The same guy that uh, didn't hack, he exploited Mango, um, uh, that exchange. They kind of did the same thing with Aave, but I think Aave was able to react, but I think you're right, Andrew. Like when you use these lending platforms that are decentralized like Aave or whichever they are, it's collateralized, right? So you need to give them one and a half times what you get back. So you're covered. Um, but, you know, when you're in a bear market, sometimes and prices are down, there's room for, for exploitation, I guess you could say. Especially like if you have big funds, like this guy obviously has millions of dollars where he can kind of manipulate the price. And that's kind of what he did. He basically, they bought a bunch of Aave and they did some kind of collateral thing where they, they absolutely uh, dropped the price and then they shorted it and made money and then they brought it back up. But it eventually stabilizes and it ends up. It's kind of like a short-term thing, but but you're right though, Andrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you know, and I think these, these de decentralized entities, maybe it takes another 10 year, but to my, when I look in the future, I see all this trading and, and, and borrowing lending, all these financial landscapes and more and more, uh, organizations that will just run without a central management you know and that, that's yeah, the future. yeah but but it hurts for the sitting elite because they are used to be in the middle and to take all the fees yeah you know they don't like it that what's happening and that's and that's also their fear and yeah i don't care but you know we have to go through the to the uh the sour apple or how do you call that we have to go the, the blood currently more or less the blood is in the streets at this moment you know a hundred percent right a hundred percent um and, and you're gonna and you're gonna see uh, we're gonna talk about uh, one of the stories today is going to be about exchanges and, and how they're trying to build people's trust and i'll give my comments about that because I, I do believe um there's a place for them and in certain aspects they are necessary evil you just have to be you have to treat them the right way and you have to use the right risk management right um, let's start off with the, uh, we don't have Johnny back yet, but I think I can still move the cameras. We have um, the uh, total total market cap is at about 816 um, billion. Um, so, you know, 200 billion off of the 1 trillion where we usually sit at. Um, I do think that if we get like a, another capitulation event or we're going to get that lower low, um, this thing can go to anywhere between, I want to say like 600 um, um, billion um, I, I think that would be kind of the bottom when you look at the numbers or where we've gone before. Um, I'm sorry, you guys could probably see this message from the team. I didn't mute my um, I didn't mute my 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 incoming messages. Um, so that's the total market cap, but that's what we're looking at if we end up like making a lower low, especially if Bitcoin decides to kind of drop down 
to that 10 to 12K that we were talking about. Yeah, but Bitcoin was basically all since last week during the holidays, it was at 16.5. It had a little bit of a correction at um, 16,100. Ethereum is at 11.61. Ethereum has kind of held up very well, right? Mm -hmm. When Johnny was talking about cryptos that um, haven't beaten their um, previous lows, the, the low back in June was like uh, 880, 890, something like that. We haven't come anywhere near that, right? It's held that $1,000 level very strongly. So it's going to be really interesting. I do believe, though, this is just my opinion, not financial advice, that if Bitcoin, we do have another kind of event, like one of these other exchanges goes under or something like um, Genesis, which is the trading arm uh, of, of, um, of DCG, um, we could get a lower low. And then we're really going to have to see what happens with Ethereum because if it hits a thousand and we lose that, that's where I think we go back to at least what the previous low is. And we should get a little bit of a bounce, right? Because everybody's looking at the same thing that we are. They're looking at, okay, what was the low? The low was, uh, I think it's 850, 880, whatever that is. And there's going to be buy orders there. So I think that when we hit that, we could get kind of a pump up. And then we have to wait to see what happens because if it doesn't hold or it gets rejected at a thousand, then that's where you're going to see maybe that five, six hundred dollar theorem that people keep talking about it. But you really have to just take it one step at a time, have your buy orders in and see what happens, right? BNB 291, XRP got a little bit of a pump over the weekend. Uh, I think it got up to like 42, 43 cents, and then now it's back down to 37. It's really just doing ranging, right? It's just ranging up and down. Cardano's at 30 cents. Polygon Matic, it got a little bit of a pump. Uh, it's at 81 cents. That's one of the ones that Johnny's talked about that we haven't seen those lows. Um, Quant's another one that we haven't seen those lows, right? Down to $40. I think Polygon got down to like 50, 60, 40 cents, something like that. So we, we've been ranging between 70 something all the way up to like uh, the high 80s. Um, let's see what else. Solana. Uh, I, 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 to be honest with you, I would have thought Solana would have already broken that $12 level. It went down for um, a little bit, but it, it keeps kind of fighting back. Uh, it's at $13. Avalanche at $12. Chainlink, one of our other favorites, that's at $674. Actually got up above $7, 7-something, um, I believe, um, over the weekend. Um, over the weekend, usually, especially when you have holidays, um, there's not a lot of liquidity, not a lot of trading. And so um, that sometimes you get like these price movements, right? Because there's a lot of liquidity in the market. Um, sellers at eight cents. Algorand um, is down uh, to 23 cents. Um, we still have to see what happens as far as the, um, the World Cup. Um, I think it was kind of a buy the rumor, sell the news thing where leading up to the World Cup, we got that really good price action. But now that the price, now that the World Cup is happening, uh, we've seen kind of a decline. Um, and then there's quant at 109. So kind of waiting to see uh, that psychological level of $100. But like, if you look at the charts, right, and we're going to create a spring, we should be going back down, right? Um, I'm still waiting for like, you know, 80 to $70. Um, but that all just depends on what the market is, right? Um, and uh, yeah, so and then the last one is Hedera, that's at four cents. Hedera really, its bottom has been like three cents. So really when you're looking at it, if you're like a long-term investor in Hedera, whether it's three cents or four cents, is that really that big of a difference if you're holding it for long-term? That's a decision you have to make for yourself. For me, it's not. I've been kind of accumulating at these bottom ranges. Um, Andrew, is there anything that you're looking at or anything that um, uh, that you, maybe that you bought or sold or anything like that over the weekend? Um, actually, I just bought two, two new coins, you know, absolutely not financial advice, but I, you, I bought uh, Maple and I bought uh, Gnosis. And Maple is also a uh, decentralized finance uh, that is uh, MPL. And it's somewhere uh, cool. very low. And, uh, and Gnosis is, a, is, a, is an environment where you uh, can create a decentralized organizations on the Ethereum network. And because also just said, yeah, decentralized organizations will be really the future. It will be long-term world. I only put in small amount of money in those. Yeah, you know, actually, that they these are startups, and and you know, nine out of ten uh, startups will go broke. So I need a whole bunch of them, just because <laughs> some, some maybe one or two will go up to the moon in the future, maybe in uh, in five years or so. But then at least I'm diversified. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lover of 
many coins with small amounts. That's more or less my bet. I know there are many people that have maybe, yeah, 10, 15, maybe, maybe 20 coins and they put more in all those coins. But I always get the feeling if it goes really a thousand X or a 10,000 X, which I already experienced with other coins, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. But I must be sure yeah. that I am. My chances are as 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 big as possible, because I want to be in that coin that that goes thousand or ten thousand x. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you have a plan, and as long as you're trading your plan, then 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 you're good. It looks like uh, Tones finally showed up. Tones, how you doing, bro? Uh, how was your weekend? How are things going? Let's get a quick intro from you before we start hitting these stories. <laughs> you're muted. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's good to be here after Thanksgiving uh, weekend. I got to eat uh, stuffing, turkey, and all the good stuff. And now uh, I'm glad to be here. I'm finally feeling a bit better with my arm, too. So uh, I'm happy. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, bro. I appreciate you jumping in because we lost Johnny. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure he'll be back at some point. We're, we're, we're putting it all together. So uh, let's start off uh, with um, our first story. First story is a uh, new Bitcoin miner capitulation, five things to know in Bitcoin this week. So it says, in a time of what um, analyst Willie Wu has called unprecedented deleveraging, Bitcoin is far from out of the woods after losing over 20% this month. The impact of, FTX, of FTX implosion remains unknown and warning signs continue to flow in even after the first wave of crypto business bankruptcies. In particular this week, eyes are on miners who are seeing profit squeezed by falling spot prices and surging hash rates. So what's going on, guys, is the hash rate is basically the solvability, the equation to solve Bitcoin, right? And then you get the reward. So what's happening right now is you have the hash rate is at an all-time high. So that means that the equation to solve Bitcoin is at the hardest it's ever been, right? While the spot price is down. So basically, you need more machines, you need more energy to solve it, to get the reward, but the price is down. So it's causing what's called a minor capitulation, right? So these miners are having to make a decision to either sell their Bitcoin or actually shut off their machines, right? Um, and but so if I remember that, right, uh, Gonzo, if I remember right, it wasn't the, the, the difficulty rate adjusted every 14 days that yeah, if less miners are in the game, then the the or the hash rate is lower. Then the difficulty rate will be adjusted so that they can keep up the pace with uh, with with mining new bitcoins. Yeah, I'm not sure what what the uh, like how often it happens. Um, you know, it does say so. So right now, Bitcoin difficulty is really high for miners. So that means costs are getting higher, and, uh, and doing business is this kind in this kind of environment is getting harder. Um, so. Basically, the way it marks the bottom is here's what happens. Either Bitcoin miners um, go out of business or people shut off their miners. So it drops the hash rate. And so that solvability equation gets easier, right? And then that's kind of reflected in the price as the price starts to go up. That's why it marks the bottom, right? That, that's what's happened in previous bear markets. Um, it, and it's why it's looked at as an indicator to mark the bottom, right? So there are different indicators. Um, that's one of the indicators. There's a tweet by Willie Wu. Let me uh, pull it up for you guys real quick. Uh, is it this one? Hold on, I can't see it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So Willie Wu uh, texted. So there are a lot of indicators that are happening right now when we talk about indicators like that mark a possible bottom. So uh, Bitcoin bottom is getting close under the max pain model. Historically, BTC price reaches macro cycle bottoms when 58 to 61% of coins are underwater orange. Green shading adjusts for the coins locked up inside the GBTC trust. So um, if I were to zoom in, I don't want to mess with it because it might mess with my screen. We're getting close. The, the, um, that line right here is getting close to the orange, which usually marks where the bottom is, right? So I believe right now people that are in the negative that are holding Bitcoin um, are at, it's about 50%. So we're getting close to that 58, 61%. Um, what about you, Tones? Oh, go ahead, Andrew. Do you yeah, have something hey, to say? Look what you see here in this picture. I like high-level overviews. I have seen this, this touching of those graphs. One, two, three. It will be the fourth time. Bitcoin has a habit 
to go down. So now and then for 80, 85 till 90%. We should be aware that it happens. And we shouldn't be afraid for that because we see also Bitcoin, yeah. Bitcoin up, going up 20, 30 times. And, you know, that is just the nature of the beast. The beast is moving up and down and up and down. And don't don't get scared about that because everybody likes, of course, when it is high, but also see those tops, you know, when that was that Bitcoin was relatively high. Yeah, you know, it also doesn't last last forever. It also when it is very high, it goes down. But also what we see, if it is very low, it goes high. Yeah. And if you then yeah jump in somewhere halfway or you make your business plan as a miner, that you say, okay. I calculate with a minimum price of 25k and Bitcoin goes to yeah maybe 15k uh, in the in the uh, in, in the near future yeah then you make a miscalculation and you should be able to to absorb that uh, that 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 uh, uh, yeah that, that that going down so nothing new under the sun is it nice to to see no of course it's not nice everybody wants to have a smooth ride to the top. Well, that's just not that that not uh, not Bitcoin. But I like the picture, uh, Gonzo. Yeah. So it looks like Johnny's back. Johnny, what we're talking about to catch up today is I showed the article that talked about the uh, Bitcoin miners capitulating, how the hash rate has risen, uh, mm. and it's causing issues because of the spot price. Any thoughts before we move on to the next story? As far as like Bitcoin mining signaling a bottom, maybe other indicators that you're looking at that might kind of tell you that we're close to a bottom. I other showed the tweet on Willy Woo that talks about Bitcoin, people that are holding Bitcoin, uh, that usually when they get 58 to 61%, where the total is people are underwater uh, in their holdings, that usually marks the bottom. Yeah, to me, those are the kinds of indicators I'm looking for, things like that. The Bitcoiners, obviously the the uh, the capitulation points, things like that is what you're trying to keep an eye on. Also the sentiment, just in general. I and mean, Jackie brought up a great point on... Um, I think it was Thursday, yeah, th or maybe it was Friday, where like literally the discussion around the Thanksgiving table, at least in my house and in hers, and I'm sure maybe some of the other folks, it wasn't about politics this year. <laughs> it was about crypto and is crypto dead and and you know how bad is crypto doing and oh my god, I'm so worried about crypto. So the reality is, when you're hearing that kind of fear and sentiment coming from people that aren't really into crypto because they're being fed that information on TV. It's like all you heard for two weeks was, <clears throat> you know, you heard about, you know, you know, our favorite, uh, let me just put him on here. Our favorite snake rat weasel, rat snake weasel, you know, I, actually he broke the chart, uh, SBF, right? All, all you heard was SBF all, all week long on the rate on TV. And people actually started to realize like, okay, who is this guy? People know who SBF is. And uh, they actually said the word FTX. I was like, holy crap, they know about FTX. Again, so you're, the, the narrative has been painted and that kind of things, those all those elements, for me, start to paint the picture of that, that we're probably pretty close to the bottom guns. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Um, uh, yeah, so let's move on. Uh, Tones, I'm going to come to you, but I want to move on to the story just because it's so funny. When we start off, like I feel like it's going to take forever to fill an hour, and then I start looking at that clock, and I'm like, man, like time's flying by. Just sit there. I love talking to you guys. I wish I could answer some of the questions in the chat, but I can't see the chat. So if you see something, uh, Johnny, uh, let me know. You got but, it. But um, the next article I wanted to go to, it's not this one. It's this one, right? Dogecoin jumps after Elon Musk shares a glimpse into Twitter 2.0 plans, right? Dogecoin investors continue to be hopeful that Musk's vision for Twitter 2.0 will include some form of Doge integration. Billionaire, crypto, uh, billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk has confirmed that he intends to integrate payments into what he describes as Twitter 2.0, the everything app, fueling a short-lived 19.4% price surge for meme-inspired cryptocurrency Dogecoin. The new Twitter CEO revealed his plans in a November 27 tweet to his 109.2 million followers in which he shared several slides from recent Twitter company talks, right? So this is really interesting and you, I'm gonna get your guys' thoughts in here because um, when you look at this, right, we, we've been talking about this here now for a little while that Elon Musk, once he took it over, he was going to turn it into like a payment system, an all inclusive thing, right? Kind of like they have in China, right? And so a lot of people have been speculating that he's going to integrate Dogecoin, right? And so we had that initial price pump of when he bought Twitter, right? When he came in with the sync and the whole nine. And then 
right again, he puts out information from slides, right? And in the slides, one of them says uh, payments, right? Uh, <laughs> th this little picture was added. If you look at the original, it says payments. But what I find interesting is that nowhere near in his post does he mention Dogecoin. He doesn't mention any cryptocurrency. He just says payments. So it's all speculative. Um, Tones, what do you what do you think about that? Do you think that he's going to integrate it, or do you think that people are just kind of this is kind of like a hopium thing where he's just people are just um, like hopium and they're just jumping in because it's all speculative. You know what I mean? All right, so it's definitely some hopium. It definitely is, but I feel like at the same time, if you look at everything Elon has done, he's pumped Doge multiple times. I feel like that it would be inevitable in the end if he doesn't like i feel like he has to do this like he will be the first person to do this and it makes sense in my mind because of how much he pushed doge and the fact that he bought twitter and everything like to me this makes the most sense because he's trying to actually push this technology and he really understands it so like to me i think that this part of it is hopium but another part of it is that people do understand that he understands this technology and that he knows that this is a much better solution than what we currently have. Right. Yeah. And so the, the, the question is, is the risk management thing, right? Because like the article says, even if they manage to build a payment system around Twitter, there are much better blockchain solutions than Dogecoin to choose from with regards to security, privacy, smart contracts and scaling, right? That's one of the biggest thing with Dogecoin is it doesn't even interact with smart contracts. Um, Johnny, what do you think about this? Um, are you going to be investing in Doge? Are you going to take a, a calculated risk or, or how do you think this plays out? You know, it's, it's really funny. Elon wants to basically create WeChat. If anybody's been to Asia or uses WeChat, mm -hmm. you'll know it like it's the one app. To, it's kind of like the Lord of the Rings, one ring to rule them all. That's kind of what WeChat is. And I think that's his vision is to take Twitter to become WeChat, which it probably has a really good chance of doing that, considering how big of a following it is and Elon driving it. So from that perspective, I think it's going to happen. Is Doge going to be the primary source of funding? <laughs> probably not. It would probably take multiple, multiple coins. For me, the only reason why I would invest in Doge is literally for a pump play that Elon or somebody else is pushing on both Doge and Shiba. And I own a little bit of both only for that reason. But it's not something that, you know me, I'm a utility investor. I invest in stuff that I think is going to be here long term, that's going to change our future, improve our lives, create efficiency, lower cost solutions, things like that. And those to me isn't one of those. Um, that's just, you know, for some reason, a few people have taken a liking to Doge and Sheep <laughs> for that reason alone. That's probably the only reason why we're even talking about them today. But they have a huge community, a huge community. Yeah. Doge has, no. has maintained a really, really high. It impressed me during this this last bear market that we're in that it's still sitting in, you know, that seven, eight, nine cent range. And it was kind of holding up there while everything else was going down. So it's got its following. And it's not like, and it's not like, look, we're not saying that it can't happen. I'm just saying right now, the way the technology sits, um, it, it, it can't, but that doesn't mean that he can't put money into the development. I know there's a side chain that works on Polygon that does payments. Um, it's just the way that it's set up now. And I think, you know, as long as you understand what you're, what you're investing in, and you look at your risk reward and you want to make a bet on that for the future because they might alter it or they might, he might pay developers to do something. then that's great. Um, I will, I do have a different question for Andrew. There was something that I heard over the weekend. I think it was BitBoy. It was during the interview with um, Allcoin Daily. And he speculated that he believed, okay, so on the last bull run, we had like kind of like the meme coin run, right? A lot of money went into meme coins, right? All the DJs were putting all this money in. And what he speculated was, that he had a feeling that in this next bull run, XRP is going to be kind of like the meme coin, right? Even though it's not a meme coin, right? It has all this utility. But as far as like the community, the frenzy that it might start up with people just hearing about it and then all of a sudden throwing money in, just like people threw money into meme coins, people, once it gets listed on exchanges, are going to start dumping money into XRP that could move the price up. Andrew, what do you think about that? Do you think that we could get the, the kind of money that went into meme coins into XRP in that next bull run? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know why? Because there is so much talking about CDBCs and XRP is an excellent layer, an ODL layer, online, uh, online uh, liquidity layer 
four different uh, uh, CDBC for international payments. It's, it's an excellent system, you know? And do not forget, XRP is not listed on several major exchanges. People do yeah. not know where to buy it. I mean, in, in our academy, what is the most frequently asked question? Mm -hmm. Number one, yeah, where do you buy, buy yeah, XRP? Where, where do you buy XRP? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine that, in, uh, that that Coinbase starts with listing XRP again, that uh, 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 that you can buy on, on Binance US, you can again buy uh, XRP and some yeah. other major, may, maybe on Kraken, you can buy it there. What it will do, yeah. because it will, make, it will make it so easy for people to buy again. I mean, we all know, yeah, where we, where we can buy it. And even in Europe, it's, it's no problem at all. But it's such a promising technology that uh, that XRP with, with Ripple and, and all the company behind it, there are thousands of people already working in that company, you know, and they have a utility. So it yeah. cannot be different than this is really, I will say, valuable. And it will increase. Will it pump? Of course. Will it dump again? Yes, it will dump again. And then will it pump again? Yes. So it will also have this look at, at the past of XRP. It goes up and down, up and down, up and down. And if you have a good strategy, by the way, what we teach in the, in the academy, uh, if you have a good strategy, you can take um, uh, really advantage of those pump and dumps. And it's just not pump and dumps, but just that going up with, with the social sentiment goes up and then it goes down again. And and so there is so much possibilities, but you know, don't caught up with the with, with all the, the fear and the greed, and because you are always too late. You have to have a strategy how you play a thing like uh, like XRP. And you know, mm. and I like it, uh, yeah, I like it very much. My bags are uh, are full with uh, <laughs> your bags are packed. <laughs> you know, it just goes to show that that you got to have an exit strategy, right, Johnny? Absolutely. Of exit strategy. Let's show them how to create. Why don't one. you roll that clip? What that beautiful video. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Merlin brings all your coins into one place so you can see all your assets across the different exchanges on one screen. You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses and total since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. Go to MerlinCrypto.com, that's MerlinCrypto.com, and sign up for early access for our free 30-day trial and get on the wait list so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't miss out on this new and innovative app, Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Track your crypto. That music always gets me going. <laughs> always gets me bopping and dancing there. And then, so we got to hear a little bit of abs, even though he's not here. But, you know, I think what's important is what Andrew said is it's important to know, to have a plan. I think that's the most important part. And guys, not only do we have a, a tool that's going to help you be able to exit, but you also need to know how to create one. And that's why Andrew has a great program, which he's teaching in the academy. There's a course there that's going to be able to help you understand. I see a lot of you asking there, how do I know when to get in? How do I know when to get out? Or I need the TA. Andrew's got a great program that teaches that kind of stuff. Shows you when you should be looking at entry points and exit points based on past historical information. It's so important. And when you couple that with a tool like Merlin that then helps you, you know, alerts you when to get out, it's like, Talk about putting powerful things together. And that's what we're trying to create at the Academy here is things to help you guys to be able to help. Well, I ain't going to lie. It's to help us too, right? We wanted to create tools to help ourselves, you know, to be able to, to get ahead in this space. And we say, hey, you know what? Why not open it to everybody and share it with everybody and let everybody be a part of it? And that's what we're doing here in the Academy. So come check out the Academy. Join the free Discord below. And then when you're ready to level up, you can actually join the Academy. It is a monthly cost. But with that, you get access to all of us here um do one-on-one -on -one consultations also asking questions you get access to all the courses andrew's course billy's course on trading uh the merlin tool the spreadsheets everything's there access to nft tones jackie abs everybody so come check it out free discord click on below you can also click below to sign up for the 30-day uh trial for merlin so don't miss out on that as well and uh that's it floor is yours yeah make sure to smash that like button too. 164 you know, usually get 
yeah, you know, we usually get like, you know, a couple hundred uh, uh, viewers. And I was wondering, like, why doesn't it match, right? Why doesn't it match? But I, I know that some holiday. people are at work and they're listening to stuff, holidays. Yeah, yeah so make sure you X out, hit it. If you're on the TV, I think it's on the lower right. But yeah, it helps us out. It helps us with the algorithm. Um, and so it could send it out to people so they can, you know, start learning and then uh, know the game so they don't get played. Um, Andrew, is there anything you wanted to talk about the uh, your your course? Or do you want to move on uh, to the uh, next story? What I'd like to say about the course, because I, I know there's a lot to tell about the course, but actually important is that you learn how to think like an investor, mm. how to learn how to invest without emotions. Yeah. How to do your asset allocation. Yeah, don't jump in it in everything. How to research a, a crypto or a stock, how to gradually I teach you how to gradually get in a coin, but also gradually get out of a coin. Uh, how to efficiently monitor your portfolio, and there also um, the Merlin app comes comes in. Um, actually, at the, it comes to the point at every moment, no matter what, if you look at your holdings and at the market, you should know exactly what to do and there are, there are a couple of things you can do either you do nothing and you know why you do nothing or you say i i sell and you should know how much to sell or do you or you say i buy and you should know how much to buy you know it's so simple it's buying selling or do nothing that's the three but there is a lot uh, uh, around it and what what we teach you is uh, actually in the course no difficult chart patterns like with day trading because day trading is much more hours behind the screen but if you say okay i want an easy to understand investor and learn how to yeah how to beat in the 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 the, the investment funds because they can only invest if they get money they invest and you have much more flexibility so if you want to learn that and you say okay i only want to spend maybe 20 minutes per month perfect will teach you that if you say i'll do 20 minutes per week excellent you make a little bit more money and if you say okay i want to do 10 15 minutes per day just like brushing your teeth having having breakfast and uh, and taking a shower you just do 15 15 to 20 minutes per day maximum you know you can make much more profits and uh, I've, I've seen profits for myself at least from 15 in in a very bad year to 115 percent per year 150 150 per year so and and you know it's easy but it requires discipline and if you say i'm 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 willing to do that you know per month per week or per day welcome and we'll teach you how to do it hey andrew there was a question from the audience here i'll let you i'll let you uh, answer it. it says is andrew's course available outside the academy no, at this moment, it is not available outside the academy. There are ideas also to bring the, the course outside the academy, but uh, I think it will not happen uh, this year, maybe, maybe next year, but we are still uh, thinking about it. But, you know, in the academy, uh, there are starter courses for crypto. Actually, I also start a course for stocks, and the investment strategies are the same for stocks and for crypto. You know, it is it is... So once you understand it, you say, hmm, is it that easy? Yeah, but you first have to have to get it. So uh, yeah, now it is at this moment only in the in the academy, but there you get also a lot of other stuff in the academy, what we teach each other, because you also need to you familiarize yourself with people around you that have the same thinking method, because else if you all do it on your own, which is not, that's not needed. If you all do it on your own and you listen to all those YouTubers, all those, those fear and foot and, and whatever, you know, you this finger here, this finger from you will do the wrong things. It will it will push the sell button at the wrong time or the buy button at the wrong time. And that's what you need to to uh, yeah to teach yourself and to to discipline yourself in your emotions how to think because actually 20% is 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 uh, is the is the mechanics and 80% is your own mindset and that's also what we teach a lot in the in the academy yeah 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 definitely you know you should always you know look at it like investing in yourself right you should invest in yourself first and that goes along with the whole mindset thing sorry johnny i'll, I'll go to you in a second but it's definitely 
you know, you, you have to invest in yourself. I say this all the time. Before you invest a single dollar into this market, you need to invest in yourself, whether that's to help with your mindset, whether it's your technical analysis, your trading, learning blockchain, learning about different um, uh, crypto assets, wh whatever that is, you have to put in the time, right? Because if you're just following off what someone else says or because we talk about flow and then all of a sudden you buy flow, when it has a major price correction, you're going to sell, right? Because you're not going to understand the technology behind it. You're not going to understand why you invested in it originally. And then you'll be able to be fudded out. And then that's how you get wrecked, right? Um, there's a reason why, you know, they call me the Ethereum expert. I'm not an Ethereum expert, but I spent hours and hours and hours research the development, the white paper, um, different channels that talk about Ethereum, right? That are Ethereum maxis. I'm not an Ethereum maxi. But they have a lot of good information that are on those channels, right? You know what um, the we'll advantage is, Gonzo, the advantage is you study that and then you teach it in the academy. So yeah, that correct. other yeah. people do not need to go this whole route of hours and hours and hours studying. No, we tell you about it. What we, what we are looking at, what we are doing, when we are buying, when we are selling. That's what we're telling you. And of course, then yeah. you also learn And 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 we and we go from there. So we really we take you by the hand, but you need to be willing to learn. 100%. Johnny, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Go ahead before we go into the next story. Did you want to say yeah. something? Uh, yeah, two things. One, I was going to say, yeah. So guys, you you got you got to join the academy to get access to Andrew's program. Um, so that's one of the reasons to come and check out the academy. Join for free and then check it out. See if it's something you want to do. Two, guys, I don't know if you've got uh, some breaking news here that came out about an hour ago about BlockFi. Have you guys talked about that? I don't yeah. know. How to... No, 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 sold. no we haven't. I'm just. Are you? Did it sold? You okay for did it sell to um yeah go ahead did it sell to binance i know binance was looking mm, at it right right now all i know is this you know oh no not that it actually they actually officially claimed bankruptcy today oh i see so they filed okay. it in the wake of that obviously it's talking about the fact that i don't know who's gonna buy it <laughs> i'm sure binance will try i think to buy that was voyager my bad i think it was voyager that he wanted to buy yeah oh voyager yes yeah. it's voyager, voyager. yeah but now we got block yeah, by going right. down as of today and if you look at this article here i was just trying to highlight it while you guys were talking um yep yeah, so they just filed for chapter 11 in uh, the district of new jersey interesting though it says here Um, I guess they halted withdrawals, you know, for customers a while ago because they say here they um, they say here they had significant they do right here. We do have significant exposure to the FTX and associates corporate entities and companies, blah, 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 FTX.com. So uh, unfortunately, the undrawn amounts of their credit line. So they, they, it looks like they're in trouble here. It says in a matter of days, FTX, we all know, went from 32 billion to virtually nothing. That's 32 billion dollars in the industry that we're sitting at what about a trillion. So, you know, that's a, that's a good percent of, of impact that we're going to see hitting this thing. It says here, FTX had over 1 million creditors. That's a lot of creditors. So it's going to be interesting to see like, we're at, we're at the beginning of this thing of how, how bad is we talk about this contagion spreading and it looks like uh BlockFi is the next one. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like uh, I think we mentioned this before when Lehman brothers went under and the other ones went under in 2008, um, it took like five to six months for that contagion to kind of play itself out. And then they hit yeah. their bottom. Right. So if you see something similar, maybe five to six months, I think it could happen a little bit faster because crypto kind of moves a little bit faster, but um, yeah, we could be seeing an actual real bottom uh, in a few months. Right. That's what a lot of some of the, the professional traders are saying. Um, you know, it, it, it all depends. There's a lot of indicators that are flashing, but these are like black swan events, right? When somebody goes under like this, Or if we get a DCG to go under, we know Genesis has been claiming that's the trading arm of DCG, right? The parent yeah. company is BlackRock. Um, they keep asking for money, right? The only reason that it makes me weary, Johnny, though, because you talk about this all the time, about they don't tell us, right? Like right now, like we knew yeah. BlockFi is in trouble. We've kind of figured then all of a sudden, boom, they file for bankruptcy, right? Yeah. Um, Uh, you have Genesis has continuously told the media, if we don't get this money, we're going to file. If we don't get this money, we're going to file. Yeah. It's almost like the way they usually do it is they don't say anything to us and right. then bam, they file for bankruptcy, which makes me kind of think that they might get saved. Somebody yeah. might come in. I mean, they went, they asked for a billion. Now it's 500 million, but it would be a big deal, right? Genesis is one of the biggest over the counter uh, OTC that, that, that we have in the space. Right. And so they're a big lending arm. 
of, of DCG group. Um, as far as that whole Bitcoin trust thing, um, I don't know about that. I don't know. There's other things that they can liquidate besides that trust um, as far as the other companies, right? They own Coindesk. They own a lot of other things. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, yeah. But yeah, thanks for bringing that in. Uh, make sure to smash that like button, guys. Uh, it definitely helps us out with the algorithm. Um, let's, uh, we're getting close to the end here. So let's uh, talk about this story. Let me bring up my screen. Um, uh, here's how centralized exchanges aim to win back users after the FTX collapse, right? We need to stop telling people to trust us and give them an actual reason to. That's the CEO of Bitpanda. So centralized crypto exchanges play a huge part in the crypto trading ecosystem. However, the FTX collapse showcased how difficult it is to trust exchanges with user funds. Despite this, crypto trading platforms continue to believe that they can win back the community trust. Uh, speaking of Cointelegraph executives from crypto exchanges OKX, Gate.io, and Bitpanda shared their insights on how trading platforms can recover from the effects of the FTX debacle. And basically what they're talking about is what some of these exchanges have already started doing, which is showing their proof of reserves, right? They're putting things on a Merkle tree so that um, you could see things that are in the wallet and kind of file them, follow them all the way down. I think Binance is the one that's using the Merkle tree. We're assuming that the rest of them will kind of get into that, but it brings up a very interesting debate. And so here's the question I'll pose to the group. Um, while centralized exchanges are right now, you know, we keep telling you to take off your stuff exchanges. I think that they're a necessary evil, right? And just hear me out on this. It's our on-ramp on -ramp and off-ramp right now, right? But also they provide liquidity, right? And so if all exchanges, were, centralized exchanges were to end today, right? And tomorrow all we had with DEXs, if you were trying to do spot trading or any type of leverage trading, there's not enough liquidity in it, right? We still need the market or the ecosystem to grow. So they have a, a purpose. What you don't want to do is use them as a savings account, right? You, you don't keep your crypto on there. You buy and then you move off. If you're trading then or spot trading, then you move in, you spot trade, you do whatever you're going to do. You keep a certain amount, right? It's risk management and then you move off. But they're not like a savings account. And that's one of the things that like um, the founder or the CEO of Kraken said, his exchange is not in trouble, but he's even said, don't keep your assets on my exchange it's not a savings account, right? That's not a bank. That's not what they do, right? Anything can happen. And so, but do I do think that they, they, they serve a purpose and they need to be regulated. Um, but I think they do serve a purpose. Johnny, um, how do you feel about it? Do you think that exchanges can earn trust again? Or do you think that they have a purpose or do you think away with all exchanges? I know Toad's had a comment here. So before I um, influence him, I'll let him go first and see what he thinks. Okay, go ahead, Toad. All right. So I just want to say I completely agree with you, Gonzo. I feel like they are a necessary evil then and that we do have to have them. But I feel like that most people, like you said, don't understand that they're not a savings account. What most people should really do, like you said, is keep 10 to 20% of their assets total assets in there and then keep the rest on a cold wallet or a hot wallet so that then at least most of their assets are safe and use these assets that are still on the exchange to just do quick swaps or swaps or sell the uh, coins that you think that you want to sell so it's always good to have those exit strategies and exit plans so that then you know how much to keep and where so it's just something to keep in mind because I, even if they do gain trust back, I will never, ever keep all my money on an exchange because it's just not safe. So, like I said, it's always better to keep like 10 to 20% on an exchange. If even that, it's better to keep most of it on a hot or cold wallet. Yeah, dude, it's all risk management, right? Johnny, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, it's for me, it's a little, I'm a little bit different. So I, you can't go by me because I have, I think for for the, for the sake of not wanting to go through all the different hot walls and cold walls, I've left a lot of my stuff on the exchanges. But what I've done is I've split them up on multiple exchanges that I trust um, so that the impact hopefully will be minimal. I did start to move some stuff onto Atomic Wallet and other things like that. So and and the ones one of the ones that I have a lot of confidence in is Kraken because they've been around so long. And I use their earn platform because for me, I'm looking for simplicity. I don't have time to go. Like Andrew's great. He puts everything everywhere. I don't have time to do that. So for me, I'm looking for simplicity, right? And there's a risk to that. And I understand that risk. And someday if it bites me in the ass, it's my fault. And I knew that risk going into it. So you just have to be accountable for what you're doing. 
You have to understand the risk and then decide, you know, what I like to do is tell myself the risk and put yourself in the position if it goes down, how are you going to feel? And you, and if you're willing to live with that feeling, then, then you're okay. I mean, so at the end of the day, you have to be accountable to yourself. You can't blame the exchanges when they go down because most of these are unregulated. It's a new industry. A lot of them are going to go away. But I like the fact that Kraken's got a long track where they, they've been here 11 years or maybe nine years, something like that. Um, and then they got their ducks in a row, right? To just to give you an example. So FTX had 50 people, 5-0, running the whole entire company, okay? 50. And it's a $32 billion company, right? Kraken has 100 people just in their security department. 100 people insecurity that just goes to show you what we're talking about the complete different level of competence and in, in, in part of the reason of why i feel good being in something like kraken but none of you should do that don't take my advice you have to do what helps you sleep good at night but so that that's just me and i'm you know that's how i feel about about the exchanges uh, yeah no I, I mean i i think you're spot on johnny it, it's all risk reward right it, if you know what your total portfolio is and, uh, and, and like Johnny, I use some of Kraken staking, right? But I don't have all my crypto there. I've never used it a, as an exchange, right? Um, I also have, because of Andrew, I have stuff in my Kepler wallet that's staked with the validator. I have HBAR staked with the validator, right? On Hashpack. So I have things that are put in different spots. But I, like Johnny says, that, that's a big thing. Financial responsibility, right? When things are great and it, we're in a bull run, everyone's making money, you're a freaking genius, right? And then when you make a bad call and you lose money, then it's on someone else. And, and that mindset is what gets you in trouble, right? I'm not saying what they, with those exchanges or what happens is not scandalous or criminal, but it, it's, it, it's your responsibility, right? Like I, I've lost money on um, fire, right? I lost a certain amount of money. That's on me. That's not on anybody else. I knew that it was speculative. I knew that the, I, the, I, whatever I knew about nodes, um, I knew it was speculative. I made a play for it. And I lost, right? Same thing with strong nodes. That's on me, right? But Zeta Capital, I made that move early. I pulled all my profits. I made, a, I made, a, um, I made profits on Zeta before they had the little hiccup, right? So I got all my money back and then some. So that was a good move, right? Because I learned, hey, instead of making new nodes, pull profits, get all that stuff out. And then later on, if it's still doing well, I'll create new nodes. And that's worked out, right? But you learn these lessons as you go through. So everything that I lost in fire and strong taught me how to deal with Zeta. And then I made money. Right. So it, it, it's all about financial responsibility. Andrew, um, why don't you uh, wrap us up? we got a couple of minutes left. How do you feel about exchanges? <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they fulfill, I, I, I can't more agree with, with tones and what Johnny already said. They fulfill the, they fulfill the un, on and off ramps. I'm fine with that. Uh, they are not a savings account. I'm also fine with that. I mean, uh, you talked about Gonzo, about losing money. I was in Celsius, but I was also diversified with BlockFi and Nexo. So uh, Celsius, I was in. That was a big warning for me. So I, I lost um, BlockFi. I already went out in June because I saw already happening. Ne yeah, Sorry, Nexo, because I trust you a lot, but also took my funds out of uh, of Nexo. That's smart. Now all in uh, in uh, self custody wallets, and it feels better. You know, it, it's still you know yeah. diversified over several diversified over several uh, lending and borrowing platforms, but still, if one of the three went down, it still hurts. You know, and it yep. is no fun. So yep. So. Uh, you want to wrap up with uh, X Royalty. So X Royalty, this is the website, xroyalty.io. This is Coach JV's project. We've talked a lot about the academy, the different courses we have. This is going to be a way to access that, right? When we talk about utility of what X Royalty brings, it brings access to the academy. It brings access to the conferences. It brings access to the team uh, without giving too much away. Um, but th that's what we're talking about with when it comes to utility, getting access to the different ecosystem within inside the academy. That, that's what the NFT is going to bring you. And if you pay real to close attention, folks, we'll give you a little glimpse of what that means right now, that access. Oh, yep. That's it. So we appreciate oh. you guys 
we appreciate being with you. We appreciate you guys being with us today. It was fun hosting. Thank you to Johnny. Thank you to NFT Tones. Thank you, Andrew. And as we always say, Warriors, ride! Get your shit together, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Tomorrow. That seems low volume.